Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. This is the Hip Hop Raise Me podcast with me, DJ Semtex. Today, I'm going to be talking to French Montana. Now, he was born and raised in Morocco. He grew up in the South Bronx, four blocks away from where hip hop started. That's crazy. Now, if you're an artist, that has to have a very special influence on what you do. Growing up watching legends create a sound, a genre, a culture that changed the world. Now he is one of the hardest working artists you will ever meet. French is constantly releasing singles, mixtapes, albums and is frequently collaborating with other great artists. I've interviewed French Montana several times before, here in the UK and in the US. The last time I connected with him we covered his past, what he went through growing up in the Bronx, his heritage. This time I wanted to focus on his hustle, his drive, his ability to always be on the money, even in the middle of a pandemic. I'm DJ Semtex. This is the Hip Hop Raise Me podcast with French Montana. My boy. What's going on, man? How you doing? What's up, family? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm gone, man. What's the word? I'm good. Yo, listen, where, where you at right now, French? Uh, I'm in LA. Right, right, right. How's it going out there? Oh, good, man. Good. Just came out here. Just came from New York out here for a second. Wait, wait, wait. All right. How you been, bro? I'm good, man. You know, just, just surviving. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's crazy, crazy times right now, you know? I mean, you know, 2020 is, it, it, you know, with what everything that happened with COVID and everything is probably going to go down in history as the year of the great pandemic. You know, like years from yeah. now, it's going to be remembered as that. Like, how did it affect you as an artist, though? How did it affect you as a person? Um, I think creatively and, you know, musically and, and just, you know, as far as being in touch with reality, it kind of took everybody out the game, mm-hmm. you know, because you don't get to, you know, you don't get to work how you work when you're usually outside, you know? I think that for, for, for artists that's that's in touch with their fans, they don't really get to touch their fans. And, 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 and for artists that usually need to experience life to make music, they don't really got the full capacity to do that. And, and you know, one, one, one incident after another also, you know, got an effect on, on, on people, you know what I'm saying? How do you think that will affect 2021? Because there's a lot of tracks that came out in 2020 that didn't get tested in the club, that didn't pop up at festivals or tours or shows or anything like that. From your perspective, have we lost a year of music? Or 2021, let's put everything on hold and let's 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 go for this music from 2020 that you lot missed. How do, how do you think it's <laughs> gonna work? Um I think I, th- I think what happened, well, speaking for me. You know, I've been testing it out, and it's just like I think that people wanted music they could ride in the cars to. You know, what right. I'm saying music they could play in their house. Mm-hmm. I think, um, well, I did. I took I took the focus off club music and just made Coke Boys Five. 
You know right. what I'm saying? Cause that's the music we make. We're making in the wintertime when we're trapping in New York. So we right. just, we was just like, you know what? Let's just make some for, you know, for the cars, man, for whoever busting moves, whoever, you know, because people now is listening to, to real music. You can't make it. People's not dancing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right now in the club. So I guess people just making music for the people right now. Mm. That's what it is 2021. But I think that, I mean, for 2020, but 2021, I think that people can't wait to get in the club so bad that, that you know what I'm saying, a lot of things are going to change musically. Mm. The sync is going to be different. Need to keep them club bangers on hold until like the time is right to go outside and like mushrooms <laughs> shows everything, all of that. All yeah, of man. That. Yeah, definitely, man. I think you know. I mean, I've been I've been working like crazy, and 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 I, and I think definitely twenty twenty one is gonna be it, the year that you know the club bangers gonna come out. Like French, we've connected several times over the years, right? And cool. followed your career, played your music. It only just hit me, right? Mm-hmm. You've worked with everybody, like mm. everybody, like at different points in time. Like you've always been ahead of the wave. Like you, 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 you're born and raised in the Bronx. You're from the home of hip hop itself. But at different points in time, you've connected with Diddy. You've connected with Rick Ross. You've connected with Kanye. You've connected with Drake. Like mm-hmm. you're always ahead of the curve, and you're always working with people at the right time. Like how mm-hmm. do you do that? Um, I keep I keep my ears to the streets. You know, I keep I keep my ass to the streets and 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 just like you know, certain brands do one off to other brands. Yeah. It's like you, know, you gotta treat you got you gotta treat this thing like you know the same way because people don't want to go to the same restaurant every night. You know what I'm saying? Some people would like to switch restaurants. You know what I'm saying? So imagine Ruth Chris and and like Del Frisco come together or something like that for like a one night you know special. You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at the music. You know, it's not about us sometimes. Sometimes we make it too selfish, like it's about us. It's about the people, what the people want, and how you can make it's entertainment. You gotta entertain the people and give them something new once, you know, once in a while. And and you know, um, a lot of artists usually be fan. I mean, the people forget about the culture. The culture doesn't matter how big an artist is. And I'm speaking for 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 everybody that controls the culture. Whether they, they the slick ricks, the African Bombardas, the the, the Drake, the Jay Z's, big artists are still fans. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you might have the biggest artist that's so shelled in somewhere that's your biggest fan, and you and you might not be uh, a Drake, you might not be a Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? You know you could just be you know somebody that have the the the, the culture value that they just big fans of you know what i'm saying and, and and a lot of people that's why that's why when i started dealing with harry fraud it's just like he got the, the culture sound you know what i'm saying and it's just like mm-hmm. certain people you know just just control that and 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 a lot of artists sometimes be watering their stuff down because they feel like they're not bigger than the kanye yeah. and, and, and and this and that so they water their stuff down and start doing weird things but i feel like to all the artists out there that control the culture, man, keep it going the same way you is, and you'll be legends forever. So, no matter what, you've kept it to the essence. Like, you've kept yeah. it to what it's about all the time, because yeah. I, I don't know many people that have messed with that many moguls and new artists, like, throughout their career. There's not, there's not that many that have done it. Like, your timeline 
if someone was to draw it out, people be like, oh, he did that. Oh, I forgot he uh-huh. did that. Oh, I didn't know he did that. Like, it's crazy, like, in terms of, but there's got there's gotta be there's gotta be an underlying thing though. There's gotta be something that enables or not enables something what you do that attracts all of these people and you're in a position to work with them. Like I wanna know the secret, man. I wanna know what it is because it's like the only person I haven't worked with yet, and we just we just found the song. I mean I mean I worked with him on other people's songs, but me and him never had like like you know, one of the Montana hooks, and like hmm. uh, we're going is Jay Z, and we finally found the song. You know, wow. what I'm saying? So, yeah. So you, so you know, you got the news first. So we just finally found the song. Me and him been going back and forth. So hopefully that'll go down. How does that happen? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I had, well, I had a um. I was playing this. I was playing this song for somebody in the studio, for artists in the studio, and 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 the artist just grabbed me and just started wrinkling my shirt, like, "Yo, what is this?" And Jay Z happened to see that, and Jay Z was like, "Yo, that record is crazy," you know what I'm saying? He was like, "Yo," he was like, "He was like, let me, let me, let me get you know motivated to write the 16 on this real quick," and I was like, "All right." Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, you know, you know, when you play one of those, it's like it was like a shot call on steroids, and he was like, "Yeah." But going back to what you were saying, I just think me, you know, being from the mecca of hip hop, you know, what I'm saying like from I'm from I'm from the South Bronx. I'm literally from four blocks away where hip hop was created. Hmm. Like hip hop started in my area. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it was hard to make it where we come from. You know what I'm saying? As is as, as within, you can't really just, you can't really just rap and, and come out of it. You know what I'm saying? You had to go do different stages. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like when it all boils down to it, it just, it just, you know, that's why we last for so long in the game and just, you know what I'm saying? And keep it and keep it and keep it pushing because when it comes down to it, we're just in us. You know what I'm saying? And And, and the culture comes from there. A lot of people don't see it. It's like like bacteria. You don't you know you know you don't see it, but it's on you. So that's that's what it is, man. And 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 I'm glad that I'm able to add my own flavor to whatever I get on. Just just going back to that moment, you know, when you're talking about Jay Z in the studio. Now, I've I've been in meetings with Jay Z. Like I don't, I'm not trying to stunt or I'm not trying to flex on anyone watching this right now, but you know. Like for me, it was like I'm like you know I'm thinking all right, I'm in a meeting with Jay Z. I'm like, be cool. But then part of me is like, oh shit, I'm in a meeting with Jay Z. You know, yeah. it's kind of blueprint, reasonable doubt. Like, how did it feel when when he said that to you? Like, because I know you'd have been cool in the studio, but like, all right. But but like, how did you feel inside when 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 he said that to you? Um, I mean, I've I've, I've worked with Jay Z through other people, you know what I'm saying? Like, I worked with Jay-Z, me, him, and, and Khaled did a song together. Remember, Jay-Z was on All The Way Up. Right, right, you know? right. Yeah. yeah, so 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 he was, he jumped on different songs, but, you know, to finally get the recognition from, from it's like, you know, it's like he's the Michael Jordan our era. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So to get the recognition from, you know, from OG and just be like, you know, 
I want I, I, like I want to do something on a personal tip. That's that's really dope, man. I think it's an accomplishment. Mm. You know what I'm saying? For, I mean, for, for any artist, see, I, I think I think you know that a lot of times, like in where the game is going, I don't like it. You know, a lot of people don't pay homage to the to the to the people that created. You know what I'm saying? The culture. That's only those stylists I brought Slick Rick in and, and people mm. that, that you know made certain changes. I, I like you know bridge that gap. You know what I'm saying, and 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 I loved and I love Jay Z. I love Nas. I'm glad I got to work with Nas. I got Nas and Kanye on one song, and we shot it with we shot Con Air. At. You know what I'm saying. I just love you know, I just love being being able to work with the with the hottest new 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 kid and 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 the goat. You know yeah. what I'm saying. I love that balance. Speaking of the hottest new kid, how did you connect with CJ? Um, well, CJ from New York. And I, um, <laughs> CJ from New York, and I was just making Coke Boys Five, and you know, Coke Boys Five got a lot to do with just, you know, what I'm saying, mm. just reaching out and and doing this and doing that, and just staying in tune. You know, I stay in tune. Um, shout out to James Cruz, James Cruz, me and him worked together with Puff, and you know, through the town, they was like, yo, this kid, this and that, he's, he's, you know, he got the hottest record in the city, and I was like, you know, let me, you know, what I'm saying, let me meet him first. So I went out there and I met him, and ever since then we was like, "Yo, you know, let's do something together." Then I'm then he came back to LA. Then when he came back to LA, we sat down. He was like, "I'm ready." Yo, he's popping out here. He's not even stepped in the country yet. Like he's that's popping. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, when I saw when I saw that, I was like, and it goes back to what I was saying. Like you always work. You're always ahead of the curve. You're always working with like the next thing, or and I was yeah. like, I was like, already? <laughs> I was like, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I learned that you know, that's the perks to being you know around Puff. You know what I'm saying? Right. And around and, and around moguls that I've been around. It's just you. There's a thing called you got to stay in the trophy room. Right. That's a dope you concept. Know? Yeah, you you got you got to stay in the trophy room as as much as you like to relax and do all that. Sometimes you got to stay in the trophy room. You know what I'm right. saying? And and got and, and you know and it's, and it's to guide these kids the right way too. You know, hmm. to make sure you save them ten years in mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Rappers now we're like targets. You know, to anything. You know, there's ninety negative things, then ten percent of just the positive <laughs> things. You know that, that you can get done. Hmm. So you know, if I if I can help anybody better their life, you know, why not? Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, nothing. No tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. (laughs) If these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. I mean, Cowboys 5 crazy like you 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 and you ended 2020 good with that that was like that true 2020 closure right there yeah thank you man but but it's like yo that that's an event you know like this is like your 18th mixtape as well right yeah 18 yeah that's 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 a lot of that's a, <laughs> that's a lot of streams like first off it's a lot of streams 
But yeah. that, that's a lot of connections. Like the amount of artists that you you know you put on the tapes over the years. But for this one, it was like it was business as usual. You know, it's just yeah. it's just it's just the same thing. Is it sounds like you had fun making that? Yeah, definitely, man. Um, definitely, man. I mean, me and Pop Smoke. Also, Pop Smoke was another one hmm. that you know that me and him was like you know more than just music. You know, what I'm saying like me and him, like we really like got close. So rest in peace, Pop. You know, but I kept the same the same people with currency. It's a little dirt, you know. Once again, mm. you know, and as like I just know how to you know I just know how to find them first. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I be trying. To, it's like you know I be trying to be you know be up on the on the on the, on the new sounds too, so I don't get left on you know. Mm. Sound music music sound change too. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <clears throat> so. The most important thing about CB5 to me was to keep my brother Chink's legacy alive and put Max, you know what I'm saying, on the right records. So keep his legacy alive until he come home. And just keep the, the whole, you know, this creation of kings everywhere, man. We was a bunch of young kings that started about 10 years ago with this mixtape. And, and, and when we started, we had our backs to the wind. We had a lot of more hate than love and we was like we're gonna do this together we don't care who believe we believe and this thing just turned to you know to a whole movement you know and until this day we you know better than last year so you know what i'm saying you know grateful and just continuing that sound that wave sound well going back to pop smoke for a minute like from your perspective how important was pop smoke to to the each generation man um Pop Smoke was he it was it was more than 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 music for him because every generation it comes like a, a person that changed the um the sound of music. You know what I'm saying? He he basically just took the whole London drill sound and just made and put put his own pop smoke twist to it and made it to a thing in the States. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know if he was the first hmm. or, the, or the last to do it here, but he was the one that mastered it. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? He mastered it on our platform, and, and he was he didn't have one record, two records, three records. He had 10 or better records that was playing back to back to back to back to back. And it's not about lyrics, you know what I'm saying? Because if you're a real artist, you would know that the hardest thing to say is something simple than to say something that that's 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 lyrically you know what i'm saying if you if, if you're in the studio it's easy to pick up a book and write something intelligent you know what i'm saying but it's hard to get that thing that everybody's gonna be saying in the club mm. that's the big hits you know what i'm saying for a lot of people that don't know that that's you know that's consumers so it's like for him to master that art, same way how Fifty did it, same way how I did it, same way how Drake did it, same way how you know what I'm saying they have they they songs, but they have they songs. For him to do that, man, I think it was it was a blessing. It was a birth of something that was brand new. You know what I'm saying? I was about to take over, mm-hmm. and um, you know I'm just glad I got the uh, pleasure to work with him. You know what I'm saying? So uh, yeah, R.P. Pop Smoke. He works with Pop Smoke. Works with Mac Miller. And and rest in peace, Chinks. It, yeah. it feels like, if you know, you said it as well just now that like rappers are targets. It, it mm-hmm. feels like 
it feels like, especially for this generation of rappers, like they're leaving us way too soon. You know, what happened with King Von, what happened with Juice World, Extentacion. It's mm-hmm. like, um, I, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's, it seems like a faster rate than ever before. You know, we know we've lost yeah. artists before, but I don't know, man. It's, it's kind of crazy. Do you, do you think, do you think like, these younger artists need some kind of guidance to like live their lives differently or is it just yeah. circumstance? Yeah, I think um, artists is, is, is definitely targets, you know, targets in, 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 in every direction. You know, I think you got, I mean, with Corona now is even more crazy. You got everything trying to kill you, you know, mm. it's just like, it's like, you know, you, they kids, you know what I'm saying? Most of them, you know, they're like, they're not even 22, you know, 21, you know? So we, we, we forget that, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of times is, is they just stepping in a lot of money. So they want to go grab cars, want to floss. They want to move around how, how, they, how they was never moving around. So it's a new thing to them. You know what I'm saying? But they don't know there's a whole different world out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I didn't get adapt to it until years in the streets and years in the game. You know, um, the drugs, they never, you know what I'm saying? They never, you know, they 18, you just started. Mm. And you just jump, you jump straight into pills and this and Xannies, mixing lean with liquor. Your heart racing up, then you slow it down. Then, then this and that is, you know, and the most important thing is that when artists get money, they feel like they have nobody to answer to. Cause I, cause our first role model is, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't paying me. Who the fuck is you? Mm-hmm. Tell me what to do. You know what I'm saying? My own parents don't tell me what to do. So I just feel like you know we don't when you don't have no guys and you don't respect nobody because the respect level is at an all time low. You want to move how you want. And even even you know, we lost chains. You know, Max B locked up. I'm the only one still out here, you know? So, and even me, you know what I'm saying? From 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 the getting shot incident to almost, you know, dying. This It's like you almost got to lose your life to make it out here. You know what I'm saying? It's a sad thing. Mm. You know, it's a sad thing. But I'm sure that every artist might be one that live in Alaska or something. I don't know. But every artist that, is an artist and have an impact on the game. If you ask them, did you go through a life-threatening situation, a life scare? They're gonna say, yeah. Some might have multiple, some might have one. But if you're an artist that have an impact, you went through one. Hmm. And if you make it or not, that's why you gotta keep it. That's why you gotta stay prayed up. And, and turn the tragedy to triumph. Yeah, as as you bound to go through something. From the JVs to the Nas to all of them, everybody, 50 Cent, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, you have to go through something that, you know, if it don't kill, if it don't kill you, it's gonna make you the person you are. What, what, or who was it that helped you avoid those pitfalls? Me, I had to learn myself. You know what I'm saying? After, <clears throat> after a certain <laughs> level of my career. There was nothing that anybody could tell me because nobody, nobody experienced what I was about to get into. And we was experiencing everything together. 
You know what I'm saying? Like all of us experiencing everything together. Like, you know, we didn't we, we didn't have nobody coming out the Bronx like that. You know what I'm saying? Like we the, the the role models I used to look up to that could give me advice, they was too busy trying to stay alive. And you know, we we was we was, you know, we was hard headed and we was trying to get to the we don't know what we racing after. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because success is measured different. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what we're racing after. We just want to get to the top of something. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like number one is to come out every week. You know what I'm saying? But we just, we're running while our heads cut off. There's no limitation. There's no balance. There's no, you know, like how you measure your success. How do you take a break? How do you do this? How do you get back to the hood? How, you know? This there's there's no schedule for this. There's no menu. There's there's nobody there that really know all the answers. It's like the stock market. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So for you for in, in order for you to balance all that and, 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 and still be able to come out on top of the game, you you know what I'm saying? Like people gotta you know, you gotta be a genius mixed with a hustler, mixed with a with all type of shit. <laughs> you gotta be happy for it. Yeah. Let's take it back to Coke Boys 5, the way that you started it. Like, yo, the first track with Jim Jones, like, what happened there? How did that come about? How did you guys connect? And, and yeah, how did you even fall out in the first place? Like, well, me and Jim, we just knew too many street dudes. Right. You know, we knew too many street dudes, and, and it was just, like, 15 years after. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we're not... We're not, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not getting no younger. What, what, like, what's the beef now? And and at the end of the day, nobody died. Nobody died. Nobody got shot. No, you know, we did what we did. We grown men. I'm trying to, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, my 100 million. So did, did you reach out to him or did you, like, bump into each other somewhere? Like, how did it come about? Um, It was a mutual friend that, that, that you know, it was a mutual friend. Um, right. It was slow, then it was cash. There was a bunch of other people that were just everywhere I'm at. It was like, yo, y'all gotta dead this. Like, this is over. So it was like, you know what? Let's just do it. And that's how that came about. Then, then he they had to put him on the phone with me, and I was like, yo, I'm gonna send you a song. And I sent them the um the intro. So I was like, you know what? Let's break this 2020 curse. You know what I'm saying? Because we got everybody out there trying to kill us. You know what I'm saying? Might as well. You know what I'm saying? Break, break that, break that curse, including Corona. Might yeah. as well break that curse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's dope. And we saw, and, and, and you seen G and Gucci do it. You know what I'm saying? Seen a couple mm-hmm. people do it. You know? I never thought I'd see you working with Jack Harlow. That's not a collab that I think would happen. But the hot, the, the hot boy bling joint. That's like it's fire. It's, it's yeah, fire, like. That's yeah, yeah, me and him a little dirt. Jack Harlow, the story with Jack Harlow is I went on tour and DJ Drama was on tour with me. Right. And Jack Harlow was just a kid that used to come in my bus. I didn't know who he was. Right. But this is why you treat everybody good. You treat everybody with respect. It doesn't matter from, from the smallest guy to the biggest guy. Always treat everybody equal. It doesn't matter. That's what Jack Harlow's situation is. We always treated him like family. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even know he rapped. You know what right. I'm saying? He just been around and he felt so comfortable. And he, he was just like, you know, our little brother for, throughout the whole right. tour. Wow. 
Like two months ago, we hear what's popping. And I'm telling yeah. everybody, that look like little bro that be with us. They was like, yeah, that's him. My security, John, said, yo, he's coming to the house. Because they kept a cool relationship. Right. You know what I'm saying? After the tour. So he just came. And he was like, he heard the song. He was like, yo, that's a smash hook. I was like, I just do, do a verse on it. He did a verse. Me and Dirk uh, already had it. So that's, that, that's how that happened. So everything right. is like a genuine come together, you know? It's not like nothing forced. Yeah. That's dope. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and while he's on tour with you, he must have clocked the game. He must have clocked how it works, like how to do shows. Oh, yeah. And else. Yeah, shout out to DJ Drama. He was showing him. And he was, he was you know, watching me, watching Wiz Khalifa, watching Moneybag, yo, and a couple of other people, you know. So definitely, it was, he, was, he, was, he was definitely learning the game. So he's been, he's been watching for years. So I'm proud of him getting a shot. How how did it feel to work with Chinks again? Like, and, and I know that sounds crazy, but you know the process of selecting the vocals, putting it with the right track, and, and you've done it twice on this project. Like that, that must that must kind of hit you differently. Yeah, I mean, it's, it was it was an emotional roller coaster working on 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 the tape. You know what I'm saying? Because the same people that usually do with me, you know, they wasn't there to do it, so. It took me like, a, you know, it took me a minute to put it together because you want to put their best work and, 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 you know, I mean, I always put the tapes together anyway. So I, I usually always grab, you know, stuff from Chinks and grab stuff from everybody and put it together. Um, man, his music sound like he's still here. God bless mm -hmm. his soul. And I heard his album. I got his album. It's done. So wow. yeah, we're trying to find a day to put that out. Because wow. the because the people miss him and 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 this is gonna be like this this is gonna be like 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 an album that's gonna fuck their head up because he sound like he's still here and it's like it's like it's like crazy to me like goosebumps when I hear this album. Wow. Mm -hmm. That must that must be like a a surreal experience like putting an album together like that. And I know there's been posthumous albums before, but you know. Mm -hmm. A record exec making a two-pack album is very different to you doing, you know, a Chinks album. Like, the, the, the mm -hmm. relationship that you guys had, you were a lot closer. Yeah, definitely, man. It's, it's like, it's like you know, it's, it's like Jordan and Pippen, man, like playing playing Chicago Bulls, and all you see is just, you know, one of them playing. It's like, you know, it's weird. You know what I'm saying? But, you know... As far as as far as his music, man, it's just it's just special. He was he was about to be out of here, and 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 then it's just like right there, right, right at that moment that we lose every artist. It's that moment. It's right between between stardom and break, and breaking through. You know what I'm saying? Him, Pop Smoke, Juice World. I keep going. King Von. Mm. I keep going. It's like so. You know, just just to see. How fans miss him was the feeling that I was looking for when I made CB5. You know what I'm saying? To see my brother' legacy continues because they haven't heard from him in a while since he died. Rest in peace. So for me to keep that legacy going is more than money. I never made a dollar of chinks. You know what I'm saying? So all we did was brothers was just trying to see each other, uplift each other. Mm. You know so. So just to see that I'm still continuing to keep his name alive and, you know, 
It's just do something for my spirit. Still. Still. Yeah. You closed out 2020 with CB5. Mm-hmm. Right, what, what, what's, what's the plan for 21? Like, and beyond? Like, what happens next? I mean, the, um, the only reason why I dropped CB5 because I have my album ready. Right. Yeah, so I'm dropping my album on first quarter. Yeah, so, right. you know. <laughs> <laughs> so that was just, you know, to warm the streets up. I'm back. Right. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back to mixtapes before the album. Yeah, 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 and then you got a different situation with Empire now. Like, yeah, how how does how does that work? Like, as opposed to being on Epic, like, are you now are you now working harder? Are you now more focused, or is it like business as usual? No, um, I have Epic in Empire. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, yeah. So, so, so shout shout to Sylvia Rome for giving me her yeah. blessings. Right, right, right. Yeah, because, you know, she gave, you know, I, I, we told her the plan. We said, look, I come from a mixtape era. You know, first Montana cannot, cannot just keep dropping, um, you know, just albums straight. Like, my people was, you know, I got to feed the streets. How we always say, the streets got to stay fed. And she was like, I respect it. So, so shout out to Gazi for letting me do the CB5s. You know what I'm saying? And now we're going to go back to the mac and cheeses, casino life, the, the laundry man, the, you know, all the mixtapes. Right. Wow, that's crazy. You got the best yeah. of both worlds. Yeah, man. So now, you know, we can drop so. the albums in the mixtape. But this is so what this, I'm saying. It's like... It's a big accomplishment. Yeah, Absolutely. like, how I started this conversation was about, like, how you're always making the moves. You're always with the moguls. You're always ahead of the curve. And, like, like just with the way that you explained it right now, it's like... Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know many people who could... Make that nah. call, you know. Nah, that's impossible. Ain't no label, you know. Ain't no label gonna let a lot of artists do that. You know what I'm saying? You know, you, you, is and, and it's like to see the revolution of that, just coming from, like you said, 18 mixtapes. Now we finally got. It took 18 to get our first one out proper. You know what I'm saying? So that's 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 always growth. You know what I'm saying? As long as I do things like that every year. To break the barrier, you know what I'm saying? I'm comfortable. You know what I mean? Like, you know, as long as we keep growing like that. So for me to have two different, you know, machines behind me, that's this beautiful thing. Shout out to Sylvia Rome, shout out to Gazi. And you done it you done it in a pandemic as well. Oh yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the pandemic is helping get creative. All right, listen, French, before I break out, I just gotta say. Your dog is not a dog. That's a bear. <laughs> <laughs> I want you as well. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's still a puppy. Wow. I think I think I heard it in the background before. I was like, wow. And then yeah, no. he's all the way down there. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah, this is um is a massive. You know, he's a bat and massive. You know what I'm saying? Them things, you know, they they grow to be my size. So, you know, I, I fell in love with them. And ever since I fell in love with them, I was like, yo, somebody got to get me this. He got his own passport. Like, you get treated better than me. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 yo, you've always gone in with the pets as well. Like, that's that's not, oh, yeah. most, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting, I'm waiting to get my monkey and him together so they can play around together. That's going to be the funniest. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, look, listen, French, as always, it's good to hook up, man. Um, Thank you. You know, anytime you've got like a, a new album or a new project, we always connect. So, you know, Thank like, you, my bro. it's no different. So, Nah, thank you for holding me down. It's been like that for years, bro. Ain't nothing changed. Thank you, bro. Anything you need, I'm a phone call away, brother. I want to give a big thanks to French Montana for taking out the time to do this. Mad appreciated as always. Make sure you check out Coke Boys 5 and watch out for that collaboration with Jay-Z. You heard it here first. Now, if you like this episode, check out the previous episodes with Chuck D and Buster Rhymes. We've got a lot of great things lined up, so make sure you subscribe. Never miss out. I want to thank everybody who's been supporting, sharing the podcast. appreciate all the positive vibes. I especially want to give a big, big up to Bridget Kelly, Olivia Dope, and Mandy B from the podcast, See The Thing Is. Make sure you check out their podcast every Tuesday. And shout out to Joe Budden. Joe Budden's doing crazy things in the podcast game. He's evolving it, taking it to a totally, totally different place. Big up him and his network and all the work that he's putting in, doing great things. Now, people, please stay safe and well. Mask up. Keep using that antiviral, antibacterial gel. Yo, stay safe. And make sure you type in next Monday for another episode of the Hip Hop Raise Me podcast.